Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well. Today I wanted to share a little bit of my own story as to how this path of mysticism changed my life in the way that my own message has been refined over and over to reflect this view that I have of reality. In essence, within the law of one, which is the most important material that most people recognize me, for and my my own personal teachings because the path of mysticism is the ultimate goal that any spiritual seeker is looking for and i i feel grateful and i count myself lucky quote unquote that i got interested in this path early in my own seeking because it it is really what creates the ultimate um, feeling of liberation. So this is something that I, I have been thinking about recently and how this path is shaped for everybody differently. However, the direction is always the same. And I have a really neat view of how this works throughout humanity, throughout our, our, whole, uh, our whole history in our cultures and traditions, how this has been expressed this way. And I think this is important for every seeker who is out there looking for the truth in terms of themselves. In other words, to look for truth within the self and to find within that truth the peace that they are looking for. And I hope this message actually helps you in your own path because it really shaped my own. Um, without getting into the details of my own uh, history in, in this seeking, what really I could uh, ascribe this, this path to was my, my desire to know the essence of reality. I, I was really interested in knowing what was the essence of reality. And my, you can say that my will was directed towards that uh, subconsciously. It's not something that I, I actively uh, thought about, but just I can recognize now that it was the drive for me to, uh, to find this, which is what we all find. But you see, it's interesting that in terms of spirituality, there, is, there are sort of layers that we don't have to go through them in specific time uh, lapses. We can penetrate them at once but there are these layers which are fascinating to, to see how they play out and how people can, can get stuck, uh, perhaps their whole life, uh, or even people who obviously are not interested in spirituality are never, never attracted to penetrate even the first layer of spiritual seeking. But my message is, of course, for everybody who considers themselves a spiritual seeker and who is interested in these topics for the uh, revealing, I, I, I'm hesitant to call it improvement of the self because although that is, of course, the, the first, the initial idea that we have, it is not an improvement. It's a revealing of you as the, the container of everything that you're looking for. So for anybody who's interested in this revealing, this may be helpful. 
But you see, these layers are something that is is easily seen within the structure of spiritual traditions. Um, more than half of the population, way more than half, I would say 75% of the population can be um, at least associated with three or four major um, spiritual beliefs. That would be, of course, Christianity, Islam, uh, Hinduism. Those three take the biggest chunk. And so we can call these religions, although they're Hinduism is not really a religion, but we can call it that. It's more of a culture. But let's just call them religion and put them in that box. And this is the first approach that anybody in their culture, what they have available for spiritual seeking. And there are others, of course. Uh, there's Judaism, Buddhism, Taoism, and other minor ones. But they're all derived from these uh, from these belief systems. It's just fascinating that these are the major uh, religions that exist, and of course the first layer in which we get into spirituality. Now, at the surface level, they all seem to be in contrast with each other or in conflict with each other, because they claim different things from uh, no god to one god to billions of gods <laughs> just everything is god um yeah you can have a multiplicity of gods like in the hindu tradition of or no god in the buddhist terms or one god uh, like uh, the islam or christians you see so and their their postulates are different too the, the things they say about uh what how we should approach this divinity but this is one layer. This is just a surface area that we, we start to touch on. Sometimes some of us get uh, repelled by it because of the, the very strong religious language that it has and many of the negative connotations that we're used to. So we, think we get discouraged. But nonetheless, they are an entrance um, tier, if you will. And... After that, there is another layer, which is the mystical side of these um, religions. From here, you get the mystic path of knowing. This, this is also called esoteric. Religion, or the surface level of religion being the exoteric. And when we get into the mystic part of it, the esoteric side of it, we start to see a little bit more commonality within all of them. Although their methods of approaching it are different. Of course, we're still in the conceptual area of what studying spirituality is or practicing spirituality. So the concepts and the practices are all going to vary. And that is understandable because the moment we engage in some sort of spiritual teaching, learning, practice, or activity, we have to put a sort of limitation to it. And that's completely understandable. But no matter which route you take, you're going to approach the heart of all these religions, of all these mystic paths, which is the transcendent, that which cannot be named, can only be experienced. So you see, this is the mystical path, or at least this is the goal of the mystic. Uh, the goal of the spiritual seeker is to seek mysticism, so you see, a spiritual seeker is anybody who is interested in 
the outer knowledge, the exoteric knowledge of all these religions, of all the expressions that exist out of this realization. But you see, what's interesting is that we didn't approach, we, we, we didn't get into this knowledge from the outside in. We very little ponder upon this very important fact. And that is that there was one person, not just one person in general, but in any case, there is always one person or many which belong to a specific uh, culture. But the mystic itself is the one that learns this through direct experience. Now, this is a very important point because it is the mystic itself who learned this from its own experience, whether that be in a mountain or a temple or uh, in a community full of people or in a concentration camp. It doesn't matter. That person realized this. This is the heart of the mystic. So it didn't come from a teaching. All teachings are actually sprouting out of the mystic, the mystical uh, realization of reality. So it really is from the inside out, from this transcendent uh, view of the world, of the universe, where the rest stems out, you see? And that's why it gets diluted more and more as we get to the outer layers. Now, what is fascinating to me is that <laughs> we we no longer belong to a society or at least if you're watching this video you you don't belong to a specific religion or at least you're looking uh, at something different because it, it becomes difficult to not only um, penetrate the, the outer layers of these religions but also to get into their mystical traditions because they're very secret and they're not available to everybody. You need to prove yourself to be able to enter these mystical teachings. So, of course, we're going to look for them outside now, outside of religions, uh, religion layers. But you see, the same layers apply to the seeking. And in a sense, I have been seeing that because it's a natural way, it's not something that is a conspiracy <laughs> of the mystics uh, or uh, or spiritual leaders or something like that. It is just the nature of humans to become enamored with conceptual knowledge and practices and activities. And I just find it so fascinating that what we call New Age, which can be called a religion in this sense because it has the layers. You see, New Age is founded on mysticism. In fact, the reason why the New Age existed and or uh, arose from from the uh, from the paradigms of religion and science is because mystics started to talk about this and said, "You don't need to go into all of these religions or any of them. You can realize this now." So, in a way, mystics in the West started talking about this new idea of you being able to realize this on your own. But the nature of the mind is to grab all these concepts now and 
this is what in my mind makes up the new age movement or uh, it's not a movement created by anybody but it's just an inertia that is happening in that we are learning more and more some uh, practices and activities and uh, teachings of different uh, different groups from occultism all the way to Hinduism and so the first layer is now available to every spiritual seeker that goes into the temple of the internet and all of this is available for us to explore now I I've been talking about this because I myself that's that was my entering um, level my entry level was to get into all of these practices not all of them but a certain group of them which I thought uh, and I was told they were uh, they were a way to purify the body and the mind and the heart and all this and so I won't mention all of them that exist but uh, you have your own list of practices and teachings and materials and books and uh, leaders and gurus that you follow and so on but these are out there you know these represent the outer layer what I would call the religion of new age which is not a religion founded on anything but just open and I'm just saying it for the sake of maintaining the example that I gave before of the approach of religions because religions are a, a structure new age we can call it just a, a loose amount of information but it does have those layers as well within the new age there is of course the esoteric knowledge which is what many people get into and they go through it fast that's one thing that new age has at least in general has the possibility of one penetrating the mystical teachings um, quite um, uh, easily there are no restrictions you can go in and it's really your heart that is telling you if it's if you're ready for for it or not and so in my own experience I noticed that this is what was calling for me um, uh, the the exoteric part all these uh, activities and practices and groups and events and things that uh, are the outer part of the the religious aspect of the new age it just didn't didn't satisfy me I felt out of place and from the very beginning in my first year I started to get more interested in this mystical path well two things shaped my own uh, my own progression which were as you know the law of one as a material that explains cohesively most of these metaphysical uh, phenomenon that we know uh, on reality and then on the other hand non-duality which shaped my own view experientially of the world direct experience which is something that is lacking in the law of one and little by little I started to get more in touch with the message of the mystic until eventually what is called the direct path and I talk about it like it's my path <laughs> but it's just the teaching the only teaching that I'm interested in giving the direct path was the last nail in the coffin for my uh, oh there's so much symbology here Egyptian symbology <laughs> the nas the last nail in the coffin of the, the great pyramid of Giza right although the pyramid of Giza has no no lid uh, the tomb I mean 
that is in the king's chamber. But I digress. <laughs> the point is that uh, this last nail in the coffin for me was what caused this, um, this wall. I found the wall of the mystical path, which is the self, pure consciousness. And once you meet that, there is no necessity for more concepts. You see, the seeking ends in the sense that you don't, you, you don't want to know more about reality in the sense of uh, I'm acquiring knowledge to finally get to some point. There is no more seeking because you're not traveling anymore. Uh, you're just a, um, you're a passenger of life, you see, it changes. Uh, this is just uh, a metaphorical way of talking about it, but you simply stop this, this necessity for looking for information which is going to cause this uh, enlightenment of what I'm looking for, because you find it. And so we get to the center of these outer layers that go deeper and deeper into the center, the heart of mysticism, which is pure experience, pure being direct experience of life and from there you begin to see how all spiritual teachings in fact derived the knowledge from this unexplainable part you see all mystical traditions talk about this essence of reality they call it God Allah Brahman the self or no self uh, the Tao it doesn't matter what name we give it they all say that it's not enough ends off in Judaism, it's amazing how all of them, and I mentioned just the major ones, but all of them coincide in the fact that this cannot be named. There is no concept for it. And the beauty of it is not, this is where the intellectual mind has a problem because once it reaches that level, it says, well, if there's nothing for me to learn, then I might as well just turn around and leave because all right, I know that's God, that's the essence, but I'm looking for information, damn it. <laughs> so the intellectual mind gets uh, frustrated at this point. But that's the key, you see. You need to let the intellect frustrated. Let it be frustrated to the point that you, in this frustration, you see the background of it. And that background is the nothingness, the unknown, the self, the unnameable, undescribable and living from there which is really what I wanted to share at that point in my realization I there is no me who did things but everything that I knew started to get a new almost like at night you have a pretty good view with the little light that you have uh, and this metaphor is just not so appropriate but you have a good um, cognition of what's around you. But when the, the light of the day starts shining, nothing can hide from it and everything reveals for what it is. Something similar started to happen in my own path or my own knowledge, my own knowing of reality. And this started informing from a very pure perspective, everything that I knew and continues to do so. I'm describing it as, as a point in which I reached, 
but my life has changed in the uh, in the sense that everything is informed by this there is nothing in my life that cannot be um, I would say painted with this knowledge with this uh, knowing which is not a knowledge it's not a conceptual knowledge it's a non-conceptual knowing that paints your reality and one of the most beautiful things that is um, is taken out of this is that nothing nothing gives you peace you are peace already that's why you don't seek for anything in particular to give you some peace of mind or some quiet space you are the essence of it and it's with you now there are so many things that I can talk about here which is the process in which you now decondition the mind which I have been talking about in this channel in these uh, free format videos that I've been recording recently uh, but all of this this is the, the structure the, or this is the base this is the foundation you see uh, or as Ra would say the architrave of the structure this is you so and this is the reason why the law of one has taken such a uh, blatant coloration of the mystical side because I have been living it more and more um, at the beginning I knew this was the drive I knew that this is what I was looking for but I didn't know it I didn't experience it and from the moment I started experiencing it I I realized that nothing else really mattered that everything else is just conceptual knowledge that is inviting you to get to this heart of the self this heart of all traditions of all cultures and to be able to live this is amazing to be able to share it is a different thing and I'm grateful to be doing it here so this is all I wanted to share with you I hope this is helpful because I know that you are in this path you wouldn't be watching this video if you were not interested in these um, this realization it's not many it's just one realization and like I said there's only one direction it doesn't matter where you come from if it's from a religious uh, tradition or belief system or if it's from the new age which I came from there's uh, layers of the new age in which there is just a plethora of information and you have no idea where you go follow the mystical path and this mystical path which is available um, and I am just a humble speaker of this path and I'm happy to do so because I feel that it's needed I feel that very little people talk about this earnestly and I feel it within myself and I want to do it for for anybody who is interested so this is a good bridge of course to tell you thank you for simply watching or listening to this if you want to be of more support I have in the description below ways in which you can contribute to me continuing to give this message in different ways uh, you can check my course there my patreon if you want to join and get closer to this community that I am building in which I'm talking more about this stuff links as always in the description again I'm grateful for you to be able to listen to all of this to be interested in this path and with nothing else to say Take good care of yourself and I'll see you in the next one.